you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome to episode three. Today, we're talking IG growth. We're looking at what works, what to focus on, and what to avoid. Let's start by talking about the first thing you should do, which is nurture and serve your current audience. The reality is more followers doesn't equal more money, especially if they're the wrong followers. So sure, you could do various tactics to grow to 100,000 followers very quickly, but the reality is that you only need 1,000 true fans or less, depending on your offers, to build a six-figure business. Now, that's not a thousand randoms you bought on Fiverr or a thousand people in your follow loop. It's a thousand people or less who legitimately care about you and what you're putting out there. What I often see is entrepreneurs focusing so much on growth, so much on their follower number that they miss the mark on serving the people at their table. Think of it this way. Say you host a dinner party and invite all your followers. Imagine fitting all of those people in your house, whether it's 100, 300, or 1,000 people. Are you still saying, but I only have X number of followers? When you put it into that perspective, you're like, wow, okay, I do have a lot of people. Because remember, these are real people. And they're following you for a reason. So don't discredit them and just look at them as a stepping stone to get to the next number you want to see. Now, back to your party. You have hundreds of people there, maybe thousands. But that's not good enough for you. So imagine you decide you want more people there. And instead of entertaining or serving your guests, you go out in the street and you're banging pots and pans to get more people to come to your party. That's crazy, right? Well, that's what it's like to be more focused on audience growth than on service. Because you have an audience already. You have people at your party. So nurture them and serve them. Now, you might have the wrong audience. This does happen. You might realize that the people at your party aren't really the ones you want to serve. But you can't neglect them. You have to serve them. So do some research. Ask them what their struggles are in relation to your services. Then create content that serves them while you go out and you find your ideal clients. When people tell me, I have 350 followers and no one will buy from me. My first response is, well, do you actually know those 350 people and what their needs are? Are you creating compelling content that speaks to their pain points and makes them realize how your solution solves their problems? 
if you haven't listened to episode two, go back and listen to how it's so important to know your audience and sell them the solution, not just the product. Additionally, always look at your page and ask yourself, is your feed screaming, look at me, or is it screaming, learn from me? Look at me is a very self-serving approach, whereas learn from me is an audience-serving approach. And this is what you want to be. You want people to come to you because they enjoy learning from you. You are a source of value, of inspiration. It's so important that you establish yourself as the expert by providing value so that your 350 followers see you as an authority and not just someone who's trying to get likes and attention and sending them random DMs asking if they want to buy from you or join you, right? There's a disconnect there. So first and foremost, serve your audience as you grow it. Now, before we dive into how to find your ideal clients and get them to follow you, let's do a quick chat about what not to do. Number one, buy followers. Again, a high follower number will boost your ego, but it's not going to boost your bank account, especially when you have thousands of fake followers or people who have zero interest in what you offer. Because guess what? They are never going to buy from you. So it's not going to help your income. So do not buy followers. The number two thing to not do is join follow loops and spend all your time engaging with the same people. Now, there are different types of loops some good, some bad, and I want to dive into these different examples, okay? So um, the one that I don't feel is beneficial is when you join a loop with other entrepreneurs only to engage with one another, only to trick the algorithm and boost your engagement. So I've seen this with many of my own clients. They join a follow or engagement loop and they spend all their social media time engaging with the other women in the loop, which leaves them no time to go out there and find or engage with their ideal clients. The women in that follow and engagement loop probably aren't going to buy from you. They're not going to join your team. Plus, This tells Instagram that you want to engage with more people like these women. You want to see more of their posts. So that's what Instagram shows you. When in reality, you want Instagram to show you posts from your ideal clients. You want to be exposed to new and different people and probably not other people who are running businesses. So I'm not a fan of these types of follow loops because sure, you might get these women to follow you and engage with you. So from the outside, it might look like, wow, you're getting a lot of engagement, a lot of comments on your posts. You have a lot of people following you. But in reality, they're all other business owners who really have no interest in buying from you. And if they aren't going to buy from you, they're not going to join you. What is the point? When, yes, I mean, I'm all about giving and supporting other entrepreneurs for sure. 
But if you're spending all your time on social media engaging with these same people, you then have no time to really find your ideal clients and engage with them. Now, I do want to talk about giveaway loops in order to grow your following because these are kind of a hot topic, somewhat popular, and there's some that I like and some that I don't like. So let's go through uh, a few of them. So first, there are giveaway loops where you pay a buy-in and that money goes towards a prize. And in order to win the prize, your followers have to follow everyone participating in the loop, everyone who paid to join the loop giveaway. And then a winner is selected. One person gets whatever the prize was. So this is a good way to get fast followers. But the downside is they might not be your ideal followers or clients. They might just be people who wanted to win whatever the prize was. So again, it can be a great ego boost, but not really beneficial to your bank account in the long run. Next, on the same token, there are giveaway loops, but done a little bit differently where they're run by a specific Instagram account. And that Instagram account recruits one specific celebrity or one really big influencer to make the actual post for the giveaway saying, follow everyone this account is following in order to be entered into the contest and win $5,000. And because that celebrity or influencer has a big fan base, there's a huge reach and lots of people will follow everyone in the loop because they also want that really enticing prize. These prizes tend to be really big. Now, some of the accounts that run these giveaways do research and they provide analytics before you pay the buy-in. So they'll provide you with the celebrity or the influencer who's making this post and kind of advertising the giveaway loop. They'll provide you with the age range of their followers, the gender of their followers, location, etc. So you can decide if tapping into that audience could be worth it. For example, if it is a big beauty influencer and her demographics are females between the ages of 18 and 34 and you're in a beauty MLM, that audience might work for you. They might start following you because they want to win the prize. But then they might start seeing your beauty tips, your tricks, your tutorials, and fall in love with you and then eventually buy from you or join you. But if you own a tutoring service that targets high school students in New York, that audience would not work for you. That would be a waste of your money and you would be attracting a ton of followers who will never actually buy from you or use your service. So if you are going to do one of these loop giveaways with a buy-in, I do recommend doing one where a specific Instagram account is hosting it and they provide you with analytics beforehand. So you can decide if that audience that you're going to attract is worth it and if they will actually eventually convert for you. Now, another type of loop giveaway that I find really beneficial is one that's way more personal. It's one that's done with a few other female entrepreneurs who are in different industries, but have similar followings to you. So if you wanted to coordinate this, you would find four other women who run businesses 
and most importantly, women who have audiences that you would like to tap into. Then you would reach out to each of these four women and you'd ask them if they want to be part of a story shout out and giveaway loop because this is all going to be done in your stories. So once they say, yes, I'm in, that sounds great, you start a message thread together and in there you each share a short little bio, what offerings you have, a picture of yourself, and then you assign each woman to one day that week. So on Monday, everyone shares the picture of the first business owner, whoever was assigned to that day. We'll say her name is Sally. And everyone talks about Sally, who she is, what she does, what she offers, and everyone encourages their followers to go follow Sally. On Tuesday, everyone does the same thing, but for the second business owner, whoever was assigned to that day. So we'll say Linda. So on Tuesday, everybody talks about Linda and shouts her out and encourages their followers to go follow Linda. So each day of the week, typically Monday through Friday, each woman gets her own day of shout outs. But not only that, each day you are all encouraging your audiences to follow all five of you. So you want to create two Instagram story templates. The first one is a template that has all five of your headshots on it. The second one is a template that tells your audience how to indicate that they've entered the giveaway. So you're going to share these templates with the four other women, four other women in your thread. And then each day you all share the first template with your five headshots. You tag each person and you tell your audience, you know, click on each person here and follow each person in order to be entered into our giveaway for a gift card or PayPal cash or a service that one of you provides or perhaps a bundle package where you all contribute something that you sell. Then on the next slide is where you all use that second template. And you can either say, slide the slider after you followed all five of us to tell us that you have entered or respond to this poll and tell us that you have followed all five of us and that you are interested in winning, whatever you wanna do. So that's why you need those two templates. The one so you can easily tag all five of you so your follower followers can easily just quickly tap on each one of you, follow you. And then on the next one, they can slide the slider, they can vote on the poll, they can do whatever it is you want them to do to say, hey, I did this, I wanna be entered into the giveaway. So then after the five days, you pick a winner. You announce the winner. Now, the benefits of this is that it's more genuine follower growth. You have essentially hand-selected other entrepreneurs who are literally selling you to their audiences and telling their audiences why you're amazing. So instead of just following 100 random accounts in a list and having absolutely no knowledge of who they're following, which is what happens in those celebrity and influencer giveaway loops I just talked about. These people are coming to you with prior knowledge of who you are, of what you do, of what you offer. They were introduced to you by someone they already know and trust. And that makes a huge, huge difference. So this is a loop giveaway that I definitely do recommend. If you want to set it up, it does requires some time and some effort on your part, but again, it does result in genuine follower growth. 
And now I want to share with you five tips for actually growing your following. These are five things to do. Number one, tap into similar or parallel audiences. So you want to find accounts that have your ideal audience and you want to go engage with that account and with their audience. So comment on their posts, respond to the other comments because those comments are from your ideal clients. So you want to be social. Number two is examine the top performing posts of those accounts that have your ideal audience. Which posts really resonated with that audience? Why? What was the topic? Was it entertaining? Was it educational? Was it inspirational? What was the picture like? Take screenshots, take notes. Not to copy. Let me repeat that, not to copy. In episode one, I talked about how you never ever want to copy someone else. But you wanna figure out which posts that audience, your ideal audience, responds to best so that you can then create that kind of content with your own authenticity and vibe. So finding these accounts that have your ideal audience and really diving in, doing some research, examining their content and what that audience is responding to will absolutely help you. Number three, engage with the people you want to attract and work with. Give what you'd like to receive. Now, I learned the 531 method many years ago, and this is still a top method. I, I believe Shalene Johnson developed this method. So, what you want to do is find your ideal client, right? So, perhaps you go to one of these accounts, you go to the comments, and you see someone leaving a comment that's really funny, that They look like someone you would really want to work with. So you're like, okay, this is an ideal client of mine. You want to go to their account. You're going to like five of their photos, comment on three of their photos with genuine comments, and then send them one direct message. Again, a genuine message. You can compliment something you saw on their page. Ask them a question about something you saw on their page. You can introduce yourself and share something you loved on their page or respond to one of their stories and then follow them. So again, like five photos, comment on three, send a message, and then follow them. Now, if you can do this 25 times to 25 different people a day, five days a week, That's 125 new connections with ideal clients a week. That's 500 new connections a month, not with random people, but with your ideal customers. So I just, I want to continually drill this into your head right now that growing your following is only worth it if you're actually bringing the right people to you. And this is how you can do that. Number four. Use hashtags wisely, but don't make them your primary focus. Oh, hashtags, they are a blessing and a curse. So I love hashtags because they're the vehicle for completing steps one, two, and three, all that I just mentioned. So if you're sitting here saying, okay, Ashley, well, how do I find these people? Hashtags are a great place to start. So find a hashtag that is specific to your niche. Look at who is using that hashtag. 
And this is where you can find those accounts that have your ideal audience. So typically when you type in a hashtag, there are two, there's one main screen, there's kind of two tabs and it will say top and recent. If you look at the pictures that show up in the top category, those are probably going to be bigger accounts that have your ideal audience. If you click on the recent tab, those are just recent photos that have used that hashtag, not necessarily the bigger accounts, the more established accounts. So you want to look for the top for this, this activity. So that will help you find those audiences you want to tap into. But hashtags also allow you to find your ideal clients if you are searching hashtags they are actually using. So you always want to get into the mindset of who am I trying to reach and what would she be searching for or using in her own posts? Those are the hashtags you want to explore and use. Now be careful with the hashtags you are searching. For example, if you search hashtag beauty counter consultant, chances are everyone using that hashtag is already a beauty counter consultant. So instead, you want to search hashtag clear skin tips. And that's where you can find accounts with your ideal audience and look through the comments and followers of those accounts to find your people, to actually engage with, to 531. So hashtags help you find people and also help people find you. They put you in front of the people you want to reach. And that's the beauty and power of social media marketing. And it's free. However, I see business owners get way too caught up in their hashtags. Like they obsess over hashtags. Your post, the picture and the caption, that's the fire. Hashtags just add fuel to the fire. If your fire is dead because your caption doesn't resonate with your audience, hashtags ain't gonna help it. Now, you can use 30 hashtags per post. I usually use 20 to 25-ish hashtags that are super relevant to my post and to the woman I'm trying to reach. And you don't want to use huge hashtags with millions of uses because you have very little chance of being seen among the millions of posts with that hashtag. Again, if you go to the top page, you have zero chance of showing up. If you go to the recent page and it's a hashtag that's being used so often, again, you're going, you're going to be pushed down so quickly, nobody's ever going to see you. So choose smaller, very specific, niched down hashtags to gain exposure and to gain followers. Now, with that being said, let's move on to our final tip for growing your audience. Tip number five is post quality content. Now, I probably sound like a broken record saying this, but your content is everything. It's so important. The more value you can provide, the more inclined people are going to be to follow you. However, if you're trying to make sales, remember, it's not about gaining a bunch of random people. It's about finding the right people. And this means you have to be polarizing. There are going to be some people who unfollow you or come to your profile and choose not to follow you. And guess what? That's a good thing because those people wouldn't have bought from you anyway. And this is why it's so important to really know your ideal client avatar and create content for her so that you attract the right people and you keep them there. When you provide content that speaks to your ICA, 
your ideal client avatar, it's so much easier to then convert her to a customer. But when you provide general content that speaks to everyone and really has no purpose besides getting you likes, making it a popularity contest, it's really hard to get those followers to then throw their credit cards at you because they don't see you as an expert in your industry. They're just following you for other reasons. So focus on speaking to and serving one person. Instead of trying to appeal to the masses, show up each day with the intention of touching and impacting one life. Because that one life will turn into five, then 100, then 5,000, then so on. If you need help creating content that actually impacts and converts, I gotcha girl. This episode is sponsored by my course, The Social Sales Content Bundle, which provides you with hundreds of headlines to stop scrolls, CTAs or calls to action to increase engagement and build relationships with your followers, plus specific trainings on nailing your niche, creating your ideal client avatar, defining your content pillars, and the nine caption formulas you should be using in order to be magnetic and grow your following, but most importantly, convert followers into customers. You can find the deets in the show notes. Now, let's recap this episode. Here's what you don't want to do. Buy followers, waste your time in engagement loops, or pay for random followers in giveaway loops without first seeing the analytics of the potential followers you could gain. But here's what you do want to do. Serve your current audience. Serve the people at your party instead of going out in the street and begging for more. Next, coordinate a story shout out and giveaway loop with other entrepreneurs who have audiences you want to reach. Next, tap into similar audiences and engage with their followers. Then examine those accounts, the ones that have your ideal audience, and see what's working for them, what type of content is resonating with their audience. Next, engage with ideal followers and customers through the 531 method, and I recommend doing this to 25 ideal clients a day for about five five days a week. Next, you want to use hashtags wisely to find other accounts and your ideal clients. And then lastly, you want to post quality content that is polarizing. So that's all I have for you. That's it for episode three. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I'd love for you to leave a review or take a screenshot. Tag me at Ashley underscore Lachlan. Tell me what you thought of the episode. Hit me up with any requests that you have. And I will see you next time.